0: Back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket all right, well, welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket. This is Bigger Than The Score, um, and we're here with Harrison, and this is Pete Ferguson. And um, as we kind of introed into the break, um, we're excited to have, um, I would say Scott, I was going to say Young, because he's making me making me feel a little bit old. I told the kind of the, the history and lineage, but uh, Grant Coleman, who is from Wilbur, Nebraska, and I say Wilbur Claytonia, excuse me. I want to make sure I get the, the full consolidation correct, but welcome, Grant glad to have you here today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, Grant, let's start off. Just tell us a little bit about you. Um, Again, we told you you're from Wilbur, but have you always lived in Wilbur? Um, What does that look like, elementary, middle school? Um, Where are you at in high school
1: right now? Um, I was born in uh, Hebron, Nebraska, and then I grew up, spent about four years there, and then our family moved uh, to Wilbur, Nebraska, and I did my elementary and uh, middle school and high school, and I've been there ever since okay and what grade um i'll be a sophomore this fall
0: okay fantastic fantastic so grant tell us who else is in your family
1: um i have my mom mom and dad and then i have a brother who will be a senior, and then I have a twin sister who will also be a sophomore.
0: Okay. So, you know, tell us a little bit. Now, you got the mom in. Harris and I always kind of joke around a little bit because we've had some people in here forget mom. Yeah, you got to get those
2: guys
0: first. Um, But tell us mom and dad's name for those that might be listening to kind of give them that official shout out. We'll give you
1: permission to call them by their first name right now. Uh, My mom is Angela, and she grew up in Thedford, and then my dad is Lance, and he grew up around Byron okay and your sister's
0: name we got don't want to leave her on uh, okay look <laughs> you see how he said
1: that he's yeah. like, Lord, Lord.
0: <laughs> fantastic so you know tell us a little bit what are you involved in um you know i know you play football but what are some uh, some things that you're involved in and um, we'll kind of expand on that in a little bit
1: yeah uh, definitely one of the blessings of a small school is so you can be very involved in um so i play basketball football and track and then i'm in uh student council, FBLA, FFA.
0: And tell a little bit for those people that may not be familiar, like what's FBLA, FFA? and
1: Um FBLA is future business leaders of America. Okay. So you'll do like uh most of the work we do, we uh do like different charities around the um around our town. And then um when it comes to like competing as an organization, you do like like it's for example, state last year I competed in um like there's accounting and um, business, economics, just kind of the business side of um, of jobs and the career world.
0: Okay. Okay. And so, you know, a little bit, went going back to your family a little bit, tell us, you know, your mom and dad, I,
1: I know your dad,
0: um, I know your mom as well. And so you are from a family that has been very involved in a variety of things, but also, um, have been involved in athletics. So, uh, tell us a little bit about your mom and dad, what you know about their athletic prowess, um, or what they've shared with
1: you. They probably told you they're Olympians and everything else. So, um, my dad played, uh, He played football in college at Hastings College, and then he uh, played six-man football at Chester Hubble Byron, which is no longer a school. (laughs) So you're saying he closed it down then. Okay. And and then my mom, her school was – well, it got consolidated into Hill thedford but her graduating class, uh, I think it had single-digit people in it. So (laughs)
0: See, Harrison, I like how he went ahead and, like, throws that out. He's like, my dad's there. He might be in the Hall of Fame, but um, the school no longer exists, so he's got nothing on me. And then my mom, single-digit, you know, (laughs) single-digit classes, like, making light of that. And so, um, no, awesome. And so, like, obviously you've had a background and they're familiar with athletics and, and kind of going through that school place. Tell us a little bit, what is, you know, for those who are listening, like, what's living in Wilbur? like or or do you live in wilbur you know or the surrounding communities just tell us like you know as you're in lincoln right now what do you see as some of the similarities but what do you also see as some of the
1: differences um small town communities definitely have a uh, like a loyalty to them like when you see uh um like our high school football games or our high school basketball games there's people in the community that don't necessarily have a kid involved Mm. but they still show up and they watch because it's a part of their community and the school is definitely very tied to the community and then um it's very nice to live close to lincoln because you have all those things about a big city that you can go to in about an hour drive and it's there.
0: Awesome. And and Harrison, you've experienced that a little bit. I mean, Mm -hmm. would you say kind of that's some of the things you've seen where, you know, when you were growing up as well?
2: Yeah. So, I wasn't necessarily close to the Wilbur area, but we talked about it before the show. 2016, we got to go play those guys in football for playoffs. <laughs> and this was a time when the 2016 offensive line that we, on the scouting report, on the board we had called the one-ton line. That's okay. what we're prepping for wow. because there is some serious <laughs> talent and size on that offensive line, defensive line. But the reason I say it is going up to that game, um, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know that Wilbur was a small town, wow. it, it, the entire town felt like it was at that football game. Like, we showed up, and it was just a sea of green. And it's not, like, super crazy, you know, facility or anything like that. It's just your everyday field. Not super bad, not super great. It's just right average, but, man, that place was packed. Like, for just your – I think it was like maybe the first, second round of the playoffs, or C2, keep wow. in mind. And okay. that place was – it was rocking. So, I believe when he says that the whole community shows up for those events. Well, when
0: you talk about, like, that investment from a community standpoint, like, what what why does that make you want to be involved um you know how does that spur people like you grant but also just your peers to be like okay i've got to be a part of this community in some way or the other in a positive way
1: um you definitely know that you have support from many people in the community which uh keeps you going and i, I wouldn't say there's pressure but there's a little bit of pressure mm. to um, i mean to put on for your community and do something that makes your community proud but yeah, I definitely say you always know the community support is there.
0: Well, I think also you said like pressure but maybe some accountability. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, to sure. to carry it on and to to kind of just represent not only for, you know, the name that might be on the back if they put the names on the jersey on the back. I know a lot of high schools don't do that, but like in the front. Like you you you're representing for the class of 1975 just as well as you're representing for the class of, you know, 2023. So what else, you know, um, you said you're multi-involved. And so I want to ask you about that. Why Why is that important? You said, you know, obviously being in a little smaller community, you know, you get that opportunity to do that. But why is that important just in general for young people to be multi-involved um, and not just kind of maybe on a single singular track?
1: Um, I think it gets – it prepares you for your future. It definitely, I mean, having a packed schedule but still being able to – Um, manage your time well and get your homework and different things done while having a packed schedule is definitely important and then like at a small school you have to be involved otherwise Mm -hmm. different things if you don't have enough people involved in the program gets shut down but um, and then there's skills you can develop for life like I participate in speech and okay that that definitely has helped me um, speak in public a little bit better for sure
0: so what what's what was your event what was your genre and speech that you crushed this year
1: um, I do extemp in speech. It's okay. kind of on the political side, but um, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily, I can't write a super long speech and then have to memorize it, but I'm good at procrastinating, so <laughs> drawing my topic and then getting uh, 30 minutes to an hour to write on it and then present it to a judge. Uh, that's the topic that appealed to me and that's the topic that I did.
0: Awesome. When you think about that, that like you said, that dirty set, you know, that procrastination, people always tell me, is there a life skill or whatever that you have? And I would always tell people that's definitely one um, that you want to take with you. So I'd say you grow out of it, but I'm still working on it a little bit on that end. Um, hey, tell us a little bit about you talked about your parents, but tell me a little bit about some mentors that you've had um, kind of as you've gone through, you know, whether, you know, just your life uh, up to this point, people that have stood out
1: i definitely say two big mentors for me are our high school football coach and then our high school basketball coach, um Coach Conway and Coach Jurgens, they've they've both pushed me uh throughout my athletics career to be the best that I can be and then they're always encouraging, but they never let me be satisfied with where I'm at and they always show me that I can I can be better.
0: As you're talking about that, what are, you know, they've, they've pushed you and they've kind of, you know, instilled in you that you can always be a little bit better. What are some characteristics that they have that when, you know, you're maybe talking to other people um, about what they should be looking for in a mentor, what are some
1: characteristics that they have um, that kind of really stand out to you? Um, our basketball coach, Coach Conway, I would definitely say he's like, he's, he's gotten on me a lot and he's going to get on you and he's going to be hard on you. But at the end of the day, knowing that he's your biggest fan wow. and that he's always going to be there to support you, I feel like that's one of the biggest things.
0: Mm-hmm. And what about your football coach?
1: Um, our football coach, he does a, a great job of building a program and just building that success and that culture that our football program has and getting kids to go out who they may, they may not play. They may, may play their senior year, but they love being a part of the program and they love being, wow. being a part of that team.
0: I think too many times people talk about like you know what's your role um and i think it's talked about inclusion and belonging and so making you know making an environment that everybody feels they may not necessarily have the role <laughs> that they want or a role but there's an inclusiveness and there's a belonging aspect to to what goes on and obviously you talked about that that's important one because of numbers but two just because of the nature of the community um so it's great to hear that um Tell us a little bit about just you know. I, I know you know you've you're starting kind of I'd say midway in kind of your high school career and what that might look like. But um, I also know, kind of, around you've had a little bit of adversity, you know, um, just physically and and so what does that look like for you when you face some adversity? Um, you know, what is that? How has that transpired for you? And then to be perfectly honest, um, how have you overcome? How have you overcome to get where you're at today?
1: Um. I'd say definitely – I mean, don't be afraid of failure. I mean, failure isn't always a bad thing. You have to fail to succeed. Mm. And then um, something my dad has always told me is be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm. So not not being successful isn't necessarily a bad thing. If you just keep working at it and you just keep getting better, you'll eventually be comfortable.
0: You talked about that just failure. We had that quote on earlier with right. Kobe Bryant from, from last week. You know, um, what is that – I don't say look like. What does failure look like? But more so, you know, what are some techniques that you could, you know, if you're talking to an elementary school or a middle school, you know, athlete um, that they can use to to address
1: failure? Um, I would probably say that um, you know, just to, like as a, in a, in a team sport, like for example, if you get benched because someone's better, don't necessarily. Um, make that about yourself. Right. Make it about the team and think that's, that's what's best for the team and moving forward and support your team, but then also just continue to work on your individual skill development.
0: I, I think that's important. I think sometimes we lose that perspective. And you said, I like how you said it. Sometimes somebody might be better. Right. you know and sometimes somebody might be giving something that you're not able to give and it's for the betterment of the team or the betterment of the organization doesn't make it any easier because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, i've been in that i've been in that boat and been in that situation and harrison's not in his head i mean that is sometimes it's it's the hardest thing to do so i appreciate you giving some just advice to individuals early on because they're going to face that as as they come forward um, you know, give me a little bit of just like, what is some advice? And you talked a little bit about it with your basketball and, um, your football coach, but what's some direct advice that you've been given that you kind of still carry with you today? You know, you might've gotten it in kindergarten or you might've gotten it last week. What's some advice that you've gotten that you're like, man, I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold on to this.
1: Um, I'd probably say a story from my grandpa. We were fencing with him. Me and my brother were fencing with him and now, you
0: said fencing. Now, is that the sport or is that putting up a fence for some of it's us uh, that, that may not, you know, Harrison's laughing at me. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there going like.
1: <laughs> he runs a cattle ranch up by uh, Valentine, Nebraska. Okay. And so my um, brother and I were fencing for him, and it was probably 2 or 3 o'clock. It was super hot, and I, I was tired of it. So we were supposed to dig him. I think it was three feet deep, and I probably dug mine at one and a half feet. (laughs) And so I stuck stuck the fence post in and uh, tamped it in, and then my grandpa came over there to check it, and it was terrible. It was really wobbly. It it wouldn't secure anything. But then he told me after that, uh, he just looked me in the eyes, and he said, if something is worth doing, it's worth doing to the best of your ability. Wow. And so that's always kind of stuck with me because he told me that from a young age. And so, yeah, I'd say that.
0: So if somebody's looking at Grant, okay, somebody's looking at you, what's the thing that you do to the best of your ability each and every time they engage or they see you?
1: Um, I would definitely say, like, just listen and just have a conversation with people because, I mean, there's some people that they just want to be heard or they just just want to have someone to talk to and so – probably
0: say that wow pow- powerful in itself hey we're gonna go to a break here on three seven. the ticket bigger than the score but we'll be back again with grant and then we're gonna actually bring his dad in um from the school that no longer exists um <laughs> he's a hall of famer um in so many ways but we just aren't able to find the trophy or anything <laughs> but we'll we'll go ahead and put out an apb but we'll be back after this break on bigger than the score on 93.7 the ticket